The MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head on over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim that free bet today. Generinos, and welcome to another action-packed, exciting adventure that we call a podcast, the MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, episode 215. I haven't checked our, our rankings in various countries for a while, but I see we are hovering around the top 50 in Denmark, so this one goes out to all our Danish friends. Once I uh, um, once I introduce my co-host, he's going to say something to them in uh, in their native tongue. So uh, I am Jeff Chalks Fox, one of your hosts here, the Chalky half of these of the duo i um i had what a couple underdogs in the prelims if you're looking for the ufc fight night this week's ufc fight night prelims go back an episode this episode will be the main card i found this event quite chalky but i find most events chalky which is probably why i win a lot and people prefer my co-host because he makes exciting picks so let's bring him in anyhow and we will dissect the six fights that will be going down this saturday night he's the one and only daniel gumby Vreeland, and he's going to speak to our friends in denmark go Speak Danish. Vorden gardet. Do you do know Danish? Do you know I do know a slight bit? That means that just means how are you in in Danish? If I'm not correct. They're all answering now. In in high in high is hey, but it's spelled h h h e j though I think. Everything's got a j there I think. Yeah, but it's just hey. So so just in case you didn't think I knew any Danish, now now you know. There you there you go. Everyone I heard everyone say hi. They're they feel welcome now. So. Um, all right, like I said, prelims in the books. You can listen to that already. We're gonna do the main card. As I mentioned on the prelims, we missed a we're lost a couple fights. These probably would have been what co-main event and the next fight down, more than likely. Jarzinho, Rosenstrike, Chris Dalkis, Cody Garbrandt, Ronnie, yeah, yeah. So it's a bit of a mm. yeah, I'm pretty sure that uh, the Dawkins one was listed as the main event originally. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, this would have been a very solid card but anyhow we don't care we're gonna win money on it regardless right that's right that's all that matters that's how we roll um let me think any news or anything we need to talk about oh we didn't uh, talk about this yet um they actually did it dan they released asper lad something we were we were wondering if, if the ufc would do it or not yeah it, and and i i've wavered back and forth on my feelings on this it seems like a shame but at the end of the day i'm gonna say i feel good about it if it uh helps her change her uh, coaching nutritionalist situation because you can't miss weight that many times and not think like, oh, maybe it's time to change something. Yeah. So what do you think her next move is? It, uh, PFL, a thousand percent PFL. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. there's already talks of to lightweight then, right? Well, there's already talks of Kayla Harrison not doing another season. Uh, I mean, like, which probably means they're going to do a featherweight or oh, a bantamweight okay. season. You can't make other um, weight though. Show uh, that's true, but uh, I, I mean, like that's exactly the type of fighter PFL wants, right? Yeah. Is they want an Aspen lad. Yep. So hopefully she can get her act together, so to speak. Not, not to sound rude about it, but I, I guess she's messed up a lot of things for people with her not being able to cut weight. So, so they did that. Uh, what else have they announced recently? Um, the real uh, main event. 
Oh, actually, um, PFL speaking of them is going to be pay-per-view for their final card. Love that. Something else we have to pay for, Dan. Yeah, I, I, I won't pay for that. Yeah, I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't. Maybe it'll be free in Canada. Sometimes things. Did, are free did you there. see? Did you see on that card? They've got Marlon Marias fighting. Yes. Fighting Shane Burr. What yeah, in the oh name God. of God? And I, I saw a bunch of people on Twitter, and, and I'm calling all of you out who wrote this. So if you wrote a tweet that sounds like this, this this criticism is directly for you. Some people wrote, that's a banger. And the only uh, thing that is being banged in that fight is the sides of Marlon Marias's head about yep. four times until he's wildly unconscious. Yeah, because he's an like, auto-fade. Yeah, well, not only is he an auto-fade, like... We're talking about a guy who the UFC was like, dude, it's over. Yep. And a dude who, in Shane Burgos, who is not coming off of being, like, let go by the UFC, but coming off of, like, an uncomfortable contract situation where he beat Charles Jordan and Billy Quarantillo and yep. was, like, competitive with Josh Emmett and Edson Barboza before that. I mean, he knocked out Maquan Khani and beat up Cub Swanson. Like, had a good fight with Calvin Cater. This is a dude who's a beast still, and they're going to put him in there with poor Marlon Marias, who, who, by the way, has to come up a weight class with a fight, too. He's not even going to make it. Like, this isn't even a tournament fight. He's not even going to make it to the tournament. He's going to get... No, he's going to get fight. battered. Right. Uh, you think we'll get a good number? Probably not, right? No, that should be negative 9,000. <laughs> I know it should be, but you never know. Uh, I no. guess we're not going to get a good number. So. You're not going to get a good number. <laughs> uh, what else we get? Calvin Gasman, Nasruddin Imabov headlining the first event of 2023. You like that matchup? Yeah, that one was already booked a while ago and uh, got canceled. I, I can't remember exactly the reason, but I'm glad to see Imabov getting his big fight because he's deserved it for a while. You remember when Gasolin was the thing? I remember. I've been watching for a long time. I remember. When I he mean, dude, fight. he he literally gave Izzy Adesanya maybe his toughest fight in the history of Izzy's career. Yeah, it's true. He's uh, but he lost nonetheless. Uh, our our buddy Hobocop, you're back on his bandwagon hope after picking against him. Uh, he's going to annihilate Brad Tavares in uh, Brazil at UFC 283. I think that's a that's even that. a yeah, that's even a better <laughs> matchup for him than uh than Chidi was. So yeah, of course I'm in on it. And then Brian Barberena, which is good, a friend of the Top Turtle MMA podcast, which I forgot to mention last show. Sorry. Um. He gets a uh, big name opponent again, RDA, moving back up to Waterway. Oh, man, I didn't you even know see that, that one. one. Yeah. I, I'm hearing that December. for the first time right yep. now, and I love it. Yeah, that's a good fight for Brian Barberino. So, it's a good yeah. fight for everybody. That yep. should be fun as hell. Yep, there you go. That will be in early December in Florida. So there you go. Now you're all up to date, but this isn't the a news podcast. I just threw that in there because... You've only got, what, six fights to break down. Um, but Dan can be long-winded sometime, uh, especially if it's uh, if he's picking a huge dog and he has to justify it. So you never know. No, just, just when I have to pick 42-year-old dudes, which, by the way, this card is plagued with. Like, <laughs> And you pick them all. You pick the 42-year-old. You pick the 44-year-old last episode. Is he is, is Olenek only a 44? Yeah, or 40, I think he's 45 this year, perhaps, yeah. Trinaldo is 44. Do you think I'm going yes, with him? That's right. Masadora Rainbow. Masadora Rainbow. Masarun Dumba. Masarun Dumba. Yes. We'll be talking <laughs> about him very soon. All right. I'm going to tell you about some of our friends who keep us on the air. <laughs> some of the people listening may uh, wish we weren't still on the air, but nonetheless, they're keeping us on the air, like WinBet. Thinking of joining WinBet? Now's the perfect time. A new customer is about $100. Get you $100 free at bet. Plus, the WinBet casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get 100% deposit bonus up to $8,000. WinBet is, now, is live in... 
Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. As I've said in the past, if you're not there, move. Plus, WinBet has their own same-game parlay feature. Just click on the game you like, select Build Your Own Bet, and start building a monster parlay. So much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And on to promoguy.us. Promoguy.us is the best place to go if you're interested in plus EV betting strategies. They got daily updates and odds boosts and huge cash bonuses from all the major sports books. And they've got a VIP Discord group that puts even deeper plus EV analytics right at your fingertips. Got to say, we've been looking at their daily promo updates and they are some of the most informative in the game. They don't simply tell you what team is probable to win, but where you'll get the best odds and how to track down a cash in big on constantly changing promotions. If you're not already using mathematical models to help you with your picks, you are missing out on an insanely valuable tool. And the best part of all is that promo guy is run by a small team of passionate sports fans dedicated to building a well-informed, better betting community. Go to promoguide.us and check out their 100% tracked, transparent, and proven method for betting smarter. So make sure you check out promoguide.us. Let's jump into it, shall we? 7 p.m. Eastern, ESPN Plus, Saturday night. We're going to start with lightweights. Mike Davis versus Vyacheslav Borshev. You may know him as Slava Claus. He is 6-2. and two. He also was a, a translator in the UFC Apex at one point. Who is that for again? Uh, was it Victoria Dudikova? Yeah, that sounds right. Yep. All right. Slava Claus, the translator, six and two, five knockouts. Never been finished in the fight. He's taking this on short notice. One and one in the UFC. He's won four of his last five. He did lose his last fight to Mark DKC. One and all in the contender series. That's where we all fell in love with him. Well, Dan probably fell in love with him well before that because he watches everything else. Uh, he's outstruck his three opponents in the UFC and contender series by 0.21 strikes per minute. He's at plus 150. Mike. Beast Boy Davis, 9-2, 7 knockouts, 1 submission. He's been submitted one time, the only time he's been stopped. 2-1 in the UFC. He's won two straight fights after dropping his debut. He's not fought since January of 2021. He's 0-1 on the Contender Series. Do you know who he lost to? Because I don't. Uh, Mike Davis lost to Sadiq Yusuf on the oh, yes, Contender Series. Right. And it that. was a very fun fight. Yep. Uh, Sadiq Yusuf couldn't walk at the end of that fight. More on him very shortly. Uh, he's a regional champ, Davis. Or was a regional champ. Used to fight at featherweight. Three and zero as a pro boxer. Inch height, three inches of reach on Borshev. Uh, he's more than twice more active landing strikes, 2.2 to be exact. He's been outstruck though by his UFC opponents by half a strike per minute, 0.52 strikes per minute. Grappling stats in his favor, minus 180. I guess I usually start off the main card. I really wanted to pick Slava Claus because you know I'm a fan of him. Um, but yeah, Mike Davis is also a good grappler. Um, Maybe not as good as Mark D. Casey, but he is a good grappler and he's a good striker as well. And Slava Claus is taking this on short notice, which means based on stats, he's got what 37% chance of winning. Based on the stats just for this year, 2022, short notice, people are only winning 30% of the time. So there's just too much going against Borshev here for me to pick him. So Mike Davis is the pick. I'm with you. Um I, I hate I hate the short notice facet yeah. for Slava Claus. I hate that. Uh, I think Mike Davis has the grappling in his back pocket, but even more so, I really don't like Slava striking against a guy like Mike Davis. Mike Davis is insanely durable. Um, You know, like he he took a lot of shots from Sadiq Youssef, who hits pretty darn hard. Um, He he took a lot of shots in that Mason Jones fight. And and 
I mean, like his cardio is incredible. His pace is incredible. Like, I think people are sleeping on how good Mike Davis is. He's only two and one in the UFC uh, because he, you know, he just hasn't had stayed very healthy. But they at one point they had him booked with Giga Chikadze. He had that like mercy killing of Thomas Gifford. Um, and his only loss was a short notice fight up a weight class against Gilbert Burns. Like, like he he's got an impressive resume. So yeah, g- give me uh give me Mike Davis here. Yep, durable, hits hard, and way more active striking, too. So, plus, and then he's got the grappling, like you said. So, all right, we're on the same page there. Let's move on to another catchweight fight. We had a women's catchweight fight. Now, this one just got made a catchweight over the last day or two. Um, this is going to be 140 pounds. It was originally going to be a bantamweight fight. John Castaneda versus Daniel Santos. Tell you about Santos first. Willie Cat, I remember talking about him last time he fought Dan, because we figured out what a Willie Cat was, right? Did we ever figure out what a willy cat is? Didn't we? I don't feel like we did. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, he's a willy cat regardless. Maybe the intern will figure it out. He's 9-2. and two, Four knockouts, two submissions. Never been finished in a fight. Only one in the UFC. He's not won a fight since November of 2020, 2019. So it's almost three years now. Used to fight at flyweight. Inch height on Castaneda. Four years younger. He's been outstruck by 5.2 strikes per minute in the one UFC fight he had. Plus 160 is the number on him. Sexy Maxi, Daniel Castaneda. 19-5, eight knockouts, six submissions. He's been knocked out once. Two and one in the UFC. He's won two straight fights, both via finish. One no in the contender series. He was the Kambache champ before all this. He missed weight twice in the past. He used to fight at featherweight and lightweight. 2012, he's been fighting MMA since. He's got four inches of reach on Santos. Striking stats in his favor. However, he's been outstruck by 0.15 strikes per minute in the UFC, so pretty much a wash. Um, with his opponents, grappling stats in his favor, minus 182. Over to you. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with Castaneda here. I, I think there's just too many things that I like that Castaneda does. And, and I think that's going to cause Daniel Santos kind of some issues. The the biggest one being that Daniel Santos kind of just like he throws a lot. And, and But it's a lot of like wild, crazy stuff that he's just like kind of hoping something hits like. You know, you mentioned his his striking stats don't look all that good. He he landed 21% of his strikers against Julio Arce. And is granted, that Art, that is that's quite bad. Um, okay. So so you know, like for for just reference, since the sexy Mexi's landing over twice <laughs> that, um, in like uh, also against good opponents, right? Like he's a guy who's beaten miles john he beat eddie wineland he, he went toe-to-toe with nathaniel wood granted he didn't win that fight but it was on short notice so like castaneda is a guy who i mean i i think has looked really good he's got a bunch of knockdowns he can go in there and sub you uh and and daniel santos is just a guy who's gonna throw some pretty wild stuff um with that being said i am gonna caveat it with uh with the fact that somebody somebody shot my dms uh on twitter and told me that it was foolish for taking somebody on contender series and picking against the guy out of shoot the box. So I, I will shout out the fact that Daniel Santos is from shoot the box and I'm picking against him again. Uh, and Whoa, so shout, you don't learn shout out, shout out to that guy. If you're picking, uh, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. And, uh, but shout out to that guy. If you're picking Daniel Santos in a right again, um, I don't know. I guess the next episode's dedicated to you. Whoa. I, I decide who the episodes get dedicated to. Not you, Mr. You now you're giving it out. You, you, that's true. You never asked me ahead of time. Uh, do you? Sometimes I do. <laughs> when I'm stuck, I do. When I don't have the uh, Danes to uh, 
to send the episode out to. Uh, I'm taking Castaneda as well. Um, I think the fact that this has been moved up to 140 pounds, obviously is going to benefit him since Santos used to fight at flyweight and Castaneda used to fight at lightweight. So he's going to be a bigger guy. He's definitely definitely got the uh, uh, reach advantage too, four inches reach. Um, so yeah, Castaneda is the pick on top of everything Dan said. Obviously, I just... I retweet everything you said as well. So <laughs> there you go. As as um, Noah says on the MMA, MLB gambling podcast, he retweets people's thoughts on things. So all right, I'm going to tell you about No House Advantage before we move on. New House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Playing pick and contests versus other people for the shot at winning a quarter million dollars. And if that's not enough, it says plus. So that means more than a quarter million in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for correct picks, and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. You also test your skills versus the house and win 20 times your entry if you hit all your picks. Button up to five player prop over-unders on individual player matchups across every major sports league, including NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. Make sure to check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not just how you play, but also where you play. You don't want to miss out on this. Sign up now with promo code SGPN at nohouseadvantage.com or download the app to get a first deposit match up to 25 bucks. And our friends at Babbel are back. If you want to be a UFC translator, this is the spot for you. If you like me and there's a foreign language that you regret not learning in school, it's never too late to start with Babbel. Babbel is a language learning app that's sold more than 10 million subscriptions. Thanks to Babbel's addictively fun and easy bite-sized language lessons, you can finally cross learning that new language off your list. Obviously, Gumby doesn't need it because he's already learned he even knows Danish, so he knows most languages. I'm sure there's something on Babbel he hasn't learned. They have 14 languages there. So, With Babbel, you only need 10 minutes to complete a lesson so you can start having real-life conversations in a new language in as little as three weeks. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 150 language experts and voiced by real native speakers, not computers. The year their language method has been scientifically scientifically proven to be effective. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. There are so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com SGP. That's babbel.com SGP for up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. OzTrader. OzTrader is the place to compare odds from all major sportsbooks. You can also compare the different signup codes and promotions from sportsbooks to get the best deal. The app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for betters to make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker so better ski records of all your games and betting activity. So go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. OzTrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. All right. What are we on to now? We are on to featherweights, the aforementioned. Sadiq Youssef versus Don Shanus, who was on Top Turtle podcast last week, correct? Correct, yes. Shameless. He is shameless. If he's going on Dan's podcast, he definitely, the nickname fits him. Don Shameless Shanus. 12 and 3, 8 knockouts, 2 submissions, but knocked out once. This will be his UFC debut. He's won 5 straight fights, 3 straight via TKO, multiple regional championships on his. Mantle. 2 and 0 in Bellator, plus 600. Oh, yeah, this fight was basically hastily made because Yusef was supposed to fight a few weeks ago and that fight fell through, and now they set this one up. So it's basically short notice for both guys. Uh, Super Sadiq Yusef, 12-2, six knockouts, but knocked out once. 5-1 in the UFC, won his last fight, won, went 1-0 on Contender Series. We know who he beat now. 
Beast Boy Davis. Uh, used to fight at lightweight, three inches of height, four inches of reach, three years younger, minus 900. Obviously, Yusef is the pick here. Um, yeah, short notice, basically short notice debut for, for Shayna's technically. Like I said, both guys, short notice. Uh, short notice debuts generally don't go well, especially when they stick you in with a number 12 ranked featherweight who's way bigger than you. So yeah, Yusef is the pick. Yeah, I don't really love the number here because no. Shanus is like such a dog. Like he, like I, I think he's going to give us a performance that makes people love him uh, at the end of this because he is so freaking tough. Um, but like, and and he's got good power, so like I wouldn't entirely count him out here. But yeah, like you're talking about a guy taking a fight on two weeks' notice, uh, who's been fighting guys in Cage Titans. Who you know, it's not the the number one promotion in the world. And, uh, you know, Sadiq Yusuf was getting ready for Giga Chikadze. Uh, so yeah, a hundred percent. Give me, give me Sadiq Yusuf and all the $11 and 11 cents that I'm going to win off of that number. <laughs> yeah. Um, we know what the number one promotion in the world is. Not Cage Titans one championship correct <laughs> yeah hopefully we don't have to talk about one on prime three or something in one of these dead weeks coming up <laughs> use the coffin yes we do have another we're gonna we're gonna uh, have one of our on-air meetings after at the end of this episode to figure out what we're gonna talk about next week because ufc is going dark again next i week can i can already tell you if you want <laughs> no not now you're waiting we're staying on schedule our, our imaginary schedule in my head band weights Haoni barsalas versus a trevin jones Trevin, five-star Jones, 13-8 with one no contest. Three knockouts, four submissions for him. He's been submitted twice, one and two with one no contest in the UFC. Was a regional champ. 20 and 11 was his pro MMA debut. Three inches of reach on Barcelos. He's also three years younger. He's been outstruck by 2.1 strikes per minute in the UFC by his opponents. Plus 185. Haoni, Barcelos, 16 to 3, eight knockouts, two submissions. He's been submitted once, so anytime he's been stopped in 19 fights. Five and two in the UFC. However, he won his first five and then lost two straight. He's not won a fight since November 2020. Used to fight down at featherweight. Actually, up at featherweight. This is bantamweight, right? Yes, correct. Yes, okay. Uh, RFA champion, he was. He also was a shooto champion. He also was a grappling champion. He also was a wrestling champion. This man has a lot of championships. On Hopefully, he has a mantle. 2012 was his problem made debut. Striking stats in his favor. He's twice more active landing strikes than Jones. He's outstruck his UFC opponents by 0.34 strikes per minute. Grappling as well in his favor, minus 230. So my turn or yours? Uh, it's, I think I picked Yusef first. Yes, it's yours. Yeah, I'm I'm going to go with Trevin Jones here on the Oh, my play. God, really? Yeah. I, I Look, I, I first of all, I think he he's had a really tough couple of fights in a row but when you look at the who those fights were against uh which is javid bashara and yeah. uh said krakrovanov like th- those are just really two really hard fights to to take and before that he knocked out mario batista and he knocked out timor valiev which is is an insane run uh and then he got two really tough dudes you know that same timor valiev kind of just controlled they are any barcelos and then Barcelos got really badly outstruck by Victor Henry the next time out. And, and not for anything, if you go back and look at the run that Rayoni Barcelos was on, which, by the way, I, I was one of the ones tooting his horn and saying this guy, you know, is a big deal and people should be giving him more credit. So many of the guys he fought in that run are no longer with the UFC. You know, like Kurt Hollibaugh, Carlos Achuain, Khalid Taha, like all, all of those guys, that's not a great set of wins. And like, 
I, I don't know. Maybe the best one in there is Sadner Megamedov. Um, and, and I guess he's looked all right since then. Like, he, I guess he got that big win over Cody Stamen. But, um, yeah, like, I, I'm just not really impressed with that resume long term with Barcelos. He also seems to be slowing down in his age and becoming way more hittable. That That Victor Henry fight showed that, like, that dude just gets hit so often. Um, and I, I think that's a bad, bad recipe against a guy like Trevin Jones. Yeah, I'm not totally sold on Barcelos. This this could be the fight to determine whether he to- truly is shot or not, but I'm still taking him here. Um, definitely a better grappler. Uh, and he also, or he used to be able to crack on the feet. Hopefully he can still crack on the feet. So let's see. Let's show, let's see. Uh, um, I will be taking Barcelos. Uh, call me in a bit of time. Walter Waits, Francisco Trinado versus Randy Brown. What's Francisco Trinado's nickname, Dan? Masarun Dumba. Right, which is a type of tree in Brazil, correct? That's correct, yes. There you go. <laughs> see, I, I know that much. I just didn't feel like saying the name. All right. He's 28 and 8. He being Trinado, nine knockouts, five submissions. He's been submitted three times, 18 to 7 in the UFC. So this is fight 26 in the octagon for him. He's won two straight, five of six. Uh, he used to fight at lightweight. He has missed weight in the past. That's why he's up at welterweight. He used to fight at middleweight as well. Uh, one and one on the Ultimate Fighter. He was the Jungle Fight champion before the UFC. 2006, he was a, he's been a pro MMA fighter since. Uh, 12 and one as a pro kickboxer. He outstruck. He has outstruck his UFC opponents by 0.55 strikes per minute. Plus 255, the number on him. Randy, Rude Boy Brown, 15 and four, six knockouts, five submissions. He's been knocked out twice, submitted once. Nine and four in the UFC. He's won three straight and five of six. He was a Ring of Combat champion before this. Six inches of height, eight inches of reach, 12 years younger. So we got another massive age gap on this card. Uh, more active striker. He's outstruck his UFC opponents by 1.1 strikes per minute. Minus 325. Randy Brown is the pick, but it's not a slam dunk because Trinado just, he keeps screwing us over when he fights. When, when we think he shouldn't, uh, he's up, you know, up a weight class that he's not really fought a bunch at. He basically, he's a lightweight, but now he's old and probably has trouble making lightweight or he's shown he's had trouble. Um, but Brown is just way younger, 12 years younger, way bigger. Um, I wouldn't put past Trinado to, to screw us over and win again, but Randy Brown's my pick. Yeah. The, the reach is what worries me here against for, for Trinaldo. Like he he's, I think I saw he was giving up what five or six inches of reach or five eight. or six inches, of, five or six inches of height. Yeah. And then yeah. eight inches of reach, which is yeah. just, I mean, that's insane. So, uh, and really the only person Randy Brown has lost to in like the last three years is Vicente Luque. So yeah, I'm going with Randy Brown here too. Again, I, I will say I feel more confident than you do in based on what you said, but I will say this. I, uh, I, I wouldn't, I don't like that number as much as, uh, other people might not, by the way, speaking of old people, I I was given this stat recently, you know, uh, Elier Latifi, who is, is also not a young guy. I don't know if you know this. He's 39. He's he's 39 years old. He will be the fourth youngest or fourth oldest person on this card. (laughs) Really? That's yeah. That's fantastic. Because he's younger than he's younger than Trinaldo, Olinic, and Kennedy. He's too young for you to pick him. That's why you didn't pick him. Not enough experience, <laughs> that's, that's, right? That's right. He he needs to he needs another five or six years under his belt. At least. All right. Randy Brown is the pick, but yeah, I think we both agree the number is not the thing. All right. Main event time. The mommy, Mackenzie Dern versus Yon Shao Nan, women's strawweight. Actually, let's let Dan say uh, Mackenzie Dern's opponent's name because yeah, Yan Yan Shao Nan. There you go. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's that's one of his special talents. Let's tell you about Xiaonan for or actually Yan is her last name, excuse me. Let's tell you about Yan first. Fury is her nickname as well as nine. She's 15 and three with one no contest, seven knockouts. To her credit, she's been knocked out once, submitted once, six and two in the UFC. She's lost two straight fights after winning her first six. She's not won a fight since November 2020. 2008 was her pro MMA debut. Inch taller than Dern. Striking stats in her favor, and she's 1.8 times more active landing strikes. She's actually very good on the feet. She's outstruck her UFC opponents by 1.89 strikes per minute over her career. Very good number. Grappling stats as well in her favor. Dern does not have very accurate uh, grappling statistics. or she, she spams takedowns, doesn't land as many. Plus 185 number on Yan. Dern, 12 and 2, 7 knockouts, 7 submissions, excuse me. Never been finished in a fight. 7 and 2 in the UFC. Won five of her last six, including her last fight. Used to fight at flyweight. She had a lot of trouble missing weight, but that apparently is all she had to do was was have a baby, apparently. And now she's in insane uh, conditioning compared to where she was. One known Invicta. Uh, I have written down that she's a grappling champ. But that's that's an understatement. She's the elite of the elite in grappling. Four years younger than Yan. She's been outstruck by 1.19 strikes per minute in UFC, which is not a good number. Uh, minus 230 is the number on her. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm going Dern. Th- this Me too. One, yeah, I, th- I think this one's actually easier than people are making it sound. Um, Shaunan is has not been particularly good against really great grapplers. Uh, her, her last two fights against really good grapplers, Carla Esparza and Claudia Cadelia, she she spent so much of that time on her back. The the Carla Esparza fight, and grin, I know Carla Esparza may be better at takedowns than Mackenzie Dern, but like, Yan Xiaonan spent all but 40 seconds of that fight on her back. She she spent all but 40 seconds of that fight on her back. That's an insane number, which just shows you, like, she can't get back up when she's down, which really, over a 25-minute fight, how many times is Dern going to have to take her down to finish her? Like Once. Yeah, once, probably, <laughs> especially if she's not the type who gets right back up. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, g- give me Mackenzie Dern here. I, I think that's obvious. Yep. Um, yeah. As Dan said, Jan gets taken down too often. She's going to have the advantage of the feet, but Dern seems to be improving each fight on the feet uh, as well. So, and, and she's never been finished. So I don't think she's going to get lit up on the feet by any means and, and uh, get dropped or anything like that. So Dern is the pick for me as well. So that is all our picks for the, the our regular picks. We still have our recommended place coming up. So don't you go anywhere yet. They will be coming up next after I tell you about the Elias Game Plan app. Did you know that the best day of the week is actually Monday and Thursday and Sunday because it's NFL season, our favorite time of the year. Whether you're in the fantasy leagues, betting on your team, or just talking highlights around the water cooler at work, the NFL season just got a lot better thanks to the Elias Game Plan app, the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA, and MLB. Elias Game Plan is the only sports app for the most trusted name in sports stats. The Elias Sports Bureau, official statisticians of U.S. Pro Sports Leagues, Elias Game Plan is full of information and insights provided by the renowned research team, which means they constantly give you information that is up-to-date that you can trust. The app gives you everything you need this season to get a competitive edge, league-validated team and player news and stats, head-to-head team comparisons ahead of their matchups, along with Elias key insights from the Elias statisticians, including injury impact analysis and expert game analysis, which can give you the advantage in betting, picking your fantasy lineups, or showing off your sports knowledge. And Elias Game Plan is releasing new features all the time, like their chat function, which allows you to talk directly with their researchers. So you get the information you need to feel comfortable when making big decisions on betting or your fantasy team. Elias is the most respected research team in the industry. Quality information is key, so I'm glad they created this app. 
For accurate data and important context, elevate your NFL season today in Devil Lies Game Plan app. That's E L I A S. And right now, I have a special offer. When you subscribe, get 15% off your annual subscription, but only if you use my promo code SGPN15. Finalize Game Plan Sports Betting in the App Store or Play Store today and use my promo code SGPN15. That's mine, not Gumby's. My promo code. And finally, Fubo TV. Last but not least, if you watch football, you need Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone plus games in 4K at no extra charge for 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Watching all your devices and never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with the included cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no contract, no commitment, and you can cancel at any time. Right now, you can try Fubo TV free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com slash SGP. That's F-U-B-O-T-V.com slash SGP. All right, you ready for some recommended plays, Mr. Gumby Man? I am, and I'm I'm loaded up on them today. Here's a right. big, big fat list out of me. $100. Um, we're only betting 100 because um, we're trying to, you know, try to seem like common man right that only bet like little amounts so we're just gonna bet 100 bucks on our, our recommended place here um sprinkled over the card go ahead uh, i'm gonna start uh with probably my favorite one on the whole card which is christoph jaco uh i'm gonna take 30 bucks on his money line all right 30 bucks money line we did that yesterday and the money line we recorded at was minus 125 for christoph jaco against all in brendan allen all right um so it's 30 bucks on that I will take, I try to do it in order of the card here. Let me see which one jumped out at me. Give me 30 bucks on Dan, um, the sexy Mexi Castaneda over Santos. Money one. And what did Minus you have? 182. Minus 182. Yep. Uh, um, I'm going to take, uh, and, and you're going to think I'm getting cute here, but I'm going to be taking a couple of props in here. Uh, I like. Cute. I like, thank you. You have dreamy uh, eyes. <laughs> that's yeah. I've been told that in the discord. Uh, I'm going to take Tabitha Ritchie, but I'm, I'm not just going to take her money line. I'm going to take her by decision. Um, and I'm going to take 30 bucks on that. Um, yep. while I, I think she's going to pretty easily beat Jessica Penne. Um, Penne's good at jujitsu. So, you know, just assuming Tabitha Ritchie is going to finish her. seems kind of crazy, especially because Tabitha Ritchie, not for anything, Hasn't really finished anybody in the UFC. Uh, she's she's not been going after him, and if she has been going after him, it's just been, you know, heavy control and stuff like that. She didn't get Pollyanna Viana or Mary uh, Oliveira out of there. So I'll, I'll take Tabitha Ricci, thirty bucks by decision. That's negative one fifteen. Oh, it should be better than that, but that's good. I agree with that pick. Um, she's not really a finisher, so that pick works for me if you care. Um. No, I, I can't go against Slava. I was thinking about it, but no. Um, I thought about that too, by the way. The, the <laughs> Davis line is kind of nice. It is. It is nice, but no, I think I'm going to pass on it. Yeah. So I can see Slava pulling it out. You never know. Um, no. What else? Do I like Grishin. I think I like Grishin over Linz. Give me 30 bucks on Maxim Grishin. Money line minus 175. All right. Look at you with all these sub 200 ones. Are you all right? I know. I'm crazy tonight, aren't I? Yeah, crazy. So my, I have actually four more plays. I'm going to have 10 bucks on each of them. My goodness. Okay. Yeah, because uh, I got my, my two uh, negative numbers up there, and now I'm just going to take some stabs and some, you know, sprinkle in on some plus, big plus numbers. The first one, I'm just going to take 10 bucks and put it on Guido Canetti. At, at plus 240, uh, I figure it's a really nice spot for him. All right, he's going against me there. That's a 
direct slap in the face to me, um, for sure. Um, do I like Jocko that much, Dan? You picked him. Do I want to pick him too? Hmm. Hmm. Do I want to pick Giller? No, I don't want to pick Giller Latifi. Uh, fine. I'm going against. I'm going against Slava. Give me a thirty on. Thirty on Beast Boy Davis money line over Slava Claus minus one eighty. All right, and uh, so you mentioned Castaneda. I- I'm also yep. going to take a uh, a stab at Castaneda, but my one is going to be a little bit different. I like Castaneda by submission. He he's been a club and sub kind of guy, and he's got like low key good wrestling. And I think Willie Cat is just going to be throwing wild enough stuff on the feet that Castaneda might like sneak in a takedown and get the sub plus six hundred uh, for Castaneda by submission. Ooh. So I'll take ten bucks on that. All right, I'm going to get a prop, too. What, what's the Dern uh, sub prop? Probably not that great, but it's better ne- than negative, negative 110. I looked right, at it. Oh, that's actually good. That's actually decent. All right, 10 bucks on Dern sub, minus 110. All right. So then my last two, uh, I got 10 more and 10 more out there. I'm going to take Sadiq Yusuf, uh, but get a little cute with Sadiq Yusuf. I- I'm going to take uh, Sadiq Yusuf by decision as well, because – he hasn't been much of a finisher in the UFC. You might have noticed, like, you know, he, he went out there and won decisions over Caceres, decisions over Andre Feely, Shaman Marias, uh, you know, the aforementioned Mike Davis on Contender Series. The only guys he's got out of there are Gabriel Benitez, who's, you know, kind of questionable chin at this point, and Suman Mokhtarian. And that's it. Those are the only people in the UFC he's finished. The others have gone to decision. And Don Shanus has not been finished except for his pro debut in 2016. And that was a doctor stoppage. So, like, he is an insanely tough guy. I'm going to say he goes in there and survives three rounds with Yusuf. I think he gets a beat down. Uh, but, like, Yusuf is is going to win the decision. That's plus 225. Uh, oh, so, I'll take. Very nice. I'll, yeah, I'll take 10 bucks on that. And then my last one, I'm going to take 10 bucks on Alexi Olenek by submission. That's plus 300. Uh, if you're gonna if you're gonna pick Olenek to win, you might as well pick him to win by submission, right? Now has Sadiq Yusuf given you uh, consent to get to get cute with him? I know you have dreamy eyes and all, but you do have to get consent first. I I you said I'm you're not, gonna get cute with him. I'm not I'm not positive he has, uh, but I will tell you I've you better get that in writing. I, I've interviewed him before, so uh, did you get cute I'll, with him then or not? I don't remember getting cute for him. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's uh, recap. Gumby. Daniel Gumby Breland, 30 bucks on the Jocko money line, 30 bucks on Ricci via decision, 10 on Kennedy money line, 10 on Castaneda via sub, 10 on Yusuf via decision, 10 on Olienic via sub, me, Jeff Chalks Fox, 30 on Castaneda money line, 30 on Grishin money line, 30 on Davis money line, 10 on Dern via sub, a rare prop bet for me. And now maybe we'll hit it this week. Our Hungry Man Jong Super Fan Parlay guaranteed two fights guaranteed to pay you at least ten to one. I'm just gonna steal uh, two of the ones off of my recommended plays. Uh, the the two I like the best: Olenek submission, Kennedy money line. Uh, if you take those two plus three hundred plus two forty, you're gonna get twelve eighty on the return. Ooh, twelve eighty. All right. So let me mark that down to make it official. Twelve eighty. All right. Um, Olenek submission, Kennedy. Money line. That's what you guys got to do and win almost 13 times your money. So get out there and do that. Um, all right. In the meantime, listen to Dan's other podcast, Top Turtle MMA. If you haven't heard enough of them yet, I uh, haven't listened yet this week. Who is on this week? Uh, I'm talking with Tabitha Ritchie and the person who I've blown Big up shark. their spot for two straight episodes, Guido Kennedy. 
Oh my God, that's why you had to pick him. All right, um, listen to those episodes. Maybe there's some insight there for why Dan picked both those people to win. You never know. Um, Discord. I'm not, not sure if we mentioned it yet, but sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash/discord is the place to be. Come join us. Have have fun. Be merry. Um, Twitter. If that's more your speed, or both, you can you can follow us on Twitter. SGPN MMA is our account that Dan runs. My account is Jeff Fox Writer. His account is Gumby Vreeland. You can read all our stuff at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. You can read my MMA exclusive stuff and enter my free pick'em contest over at Money MMA on Substack. So it's moneymma.substack.com. I think that's it. We're good, right? That that's all I've got. Right. Okay. What are we doing next week? Another off week in the, for the UFC. So Sunday we'll probably what recap? We recap Invicta. Recap. I mean, we'll probably just recap this this event, this event yeah. right here. Yeah. yeah. Like I. Not not that Invicta isn't fun, but I, I'm sure nobody wants to hear us recap five women's fights from Wednesday when there's a pretty damn good UFC card this weekend. Uh, I'm pumped about this one. So we'll probably recap that first. And then there's a couple of regional promotions. I don't know if we're going to pick and choose or if we're going to go all in on one, but there's a, okay. a pretty great Cage Warriors card coming to us from Italy uh, next week oh, on yeah. Friday. And then on Saturday, there's a pretty damn good CFFC card with a lot of rec- recognizable names on there um, that I like. So it, we'll either do a combination of both of them or we'll get uh, you know real into one of them. If you've got a feeling about which you would prefer, hit us up in the Discord. Uh, you, you, know, you know where to find us. Let us know uh, which one you'd rather have. Or depending on the lines and if we see the lines, uh, maybe we could do two episodes. One could be one and one could be the other. Who knows? On One could be the Sunday one, one could be the Monday one. We'll we'll see. Everything's up in the air. We're fluid. And as Dan said, we are we are accepting input uh, from all of you, our lovely listeners. So, all right, we'll be back on. Oh, yeah. And Sunday's a very special day, too, as well. So it's it's a, a very historic uh, birthday for, uh, for not a historic birthday, but a, a birthday of a historic person. So more on that on uh, on sunday so until then i will remain shameless jeff fox he will remain mr dreamy eyes gumby vreeland and we'll, we'll talk to you on sunday bye <laughs>